For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Jeremiah 29.11 Transmitting high atop of Florida's peninsula at 108 feet, this is Alpha Mike, and you are listening to episode 184, What Cops Need to Worry About. And we will cover that and much more. So we got some news as well in this episode. As always, if you want to get in contact with us, you can. It's as easy as typing away on your smartphone or your computer, laptop, desktop, whatever top it is, and and type in radacop.com. That'll take you to the audio section of all our podcasts, RoredaCopNation.com. That is the official website where you can get, you can also listen to the podcast free and you can get much more information because it's the official website of RoredaCop Podcast. Or the last option is just wherever you get your podcast, well, type in RoredaCop Nation or Ready Cop Podcast and will pop up. Guaranteed. Um, a new lineup coming up. We have been uh, batting it around. We talked about it a little bit on the last episode that we are going to Mondays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays. And the lineup on Monday will be Guns slash Training and Mob Monday mostly talking about the Wise Guys series and La Costa Nostra. Wednesday, we're going to be talking about uh, basic police functions or the roll call, thinking out of the box type of series. And uh, day-to-day functions, uh, we will interview guests. They'll be um, segued on that Wednesday. And... um, you know, everything that's dealing with law enforcement, you'll get there. And Saturdays, you get the word, and I'm excited about that. We uh, have pivoted from the test 1521, test everything 1521, and I'll explain that in a minute, as well as the Buccaneer series. And remember, the Buccaneer series was started as a resource to taking back America from the swamp rats within the electoral process, the election process. Not, not, you know, before somebody... I think it's violence they're talking about. But it's not. So it's a monumental task. A lot of things that we are planning. Kilo Sierra is going to be taking up uh, the helm on, on the firearms aspect. And uh, recently, 
spoke to Wonder Woman that is semi-raising her hand to uh, pick up some type of show as well. So as those episodes start to become uh, more reality, we'll let you know what's going on with them. As I said, Test Everything 1521, they used to get 15 minutes or less of God's powerful word, now is on the Radio Nation platform and will stand alone as its own episode series on Saturdays. And there will be two episodes a month on The Word and two episodes of the Buccaneer series. I'm excited about it, and I hope you are too. So we'll report more as that goes along. Uh, MeWe, we are on that social media platform called MeWe. You can look me up there. Uh, You can look up the podcast by putting in Raider Cop Podcast, and we should pop up. You can join us there. Or you can go to my personal page, which is... Raider Cop Alpha Mike, one word. Raider Cop Alpha Mike on MeWe. And we hope to see you there. You know, big platforms on Facebook because we've been doing it forever and a day. About 3,900 fans, plan, uh, what do you call it? friends. And uh, on Raider Cop Podcast, the web, the Facebook page, there's about 389. So, we're, we're going to rub all that stuff out, but we're going to do it intelligently. And I encourage you, too, if you're listening today and you're thinking about closing down your Twitter or your Facebook account, just don't hit delete. They keep all that stuff that you have on there, your pictures and everything else. Don't think that Facebook just shreds it and gets it out of there. They will sell that to a third party and everything else once you kind of delete your your uh, Facebook account. So, uh, remove it yourself. Delete it. Uh, it's a little time consuming. You got to do it one by one. You got to click all that stuff. But it's well worth it. Then you can deactivate your page or delete it. Uh, I don't plan on using it again. But uh, we're not there yet because, I mean, I got thousands of pictures. I got a lot of that stuff on there. But we are doing it slowly and intelligently encouraging you to do the same and uh we are uh, like i said excited about our our episodes that are coming up on monday wednesday saturday you can go to radio cop nation and hit upcoming shows and you can see it there uh as it drops down there's a banner just for it and uh it'll you know it's constantly evolving so you'll see shows from uh, today all the way into the end of April so imagine three days there's a lot of shows there and what they are some might have just a repeat name on it like it might say gun gun what that really means is there's not a topic at this specific time but the subject is about guns but the most about 95% of that schedule is uh, listed so keep that in mind episode 184 you're listening to and we're going to be talking about what cops need to worry about in the new Biden election takeover or 
if that didn't sound too pretty, the new Bolshevik states of woke. And uh, there's a lot for cops to worry about. So as we transition to that, so sit back and enjoy the rest of the podcast. We will be talking on episode 184, what cops need to worry about. Now, of course, your local neighborhood Democrat would probably tell you there's nothing to worry about. It's all hyped. It's all uh, misinformation. That's the new word. But the truth of the matter is there's a lot to worry about, and we're going to cover some of that. So why do cops need to worry about in 2021 under the Bolshevik states of woke? Well, number one, highlighting the term, the police reform movement. Now, of course, you know that uh, when George Floyd, back in June of 2020, it took off like a bat out of hell and everybody now forgot about poor George they used him as a great excuse to jump out of that topic and go into other topics. Of course, like good Bolsheviks, they never leave a good disaster go to waste. And uh, they started with the drum roll of police reform. Now, just prior to that incident with George Floyd, we had uh, Shady Slim Sharpton. He was down at Congress in some reform committee. That was in early 2020 before, actually, yeah, early 2020 before the uh, coronavirus. And uh, they were testifying there because all the reforms that they've done, it's not the reform they want. So it takes years and years and years. It's like a blind squirrel. Eventually, that blind squirrel will find a nut. That is their concept. So these terms of police reform, you can't reform something that's been, it's still in the reform stage. So that's like the reform of the reform. Because good old Barry Obama on the way out, he had a police reform project that he did. And he put all these people together on this committee and they came up with to have a more subservient type of persona, not a warrior persona. And they actually paid good money for that. So, but that reform was enough. We're going to have more reform. So Uncle Joe is down for that. So be mindful of those words. They mean stupidity. Be careful for a group called the Center for American Progress. <laughs> I could say a lot about that, but what I will tell you that they're probably the new Democratic ticket. They'll have carte blanche immediate access to the Capitol and any Congress office they need, of course, as they lobby 
the Bolshevik states of woke for the reform that they're looking for. Defund the police or any other code name that looks similar to defunding, like uh, change appropriations or uh, redevelop. These are all scary terms, my friends, and they may be coming at a local agency near you. Here's another one that's coming back. It's an old favorite of Barry and his administration as they used to go around with the big bat, the DOJ and bat police departments over the head all over the country. And they would call it systematic misconduct. Systematic misconduct. That means there's an ongoing problem. The problem is that the problem is probably not that much of a problem, but the DOJ thinks it's a problem. So since they think it's a problem, it will become a problem. So we won't call it a problem. We'll call it systematic misconduct, which is a problem. Also, the new so-called equipment for a better, friendlier police officer. Be mindful of that. You know, rubber bullets that bounce off people don't really hurt them or maybe a taser that's less of a taser or some water gun that spurts out loving kisses I don't know but be very wary of it especially if it doesn't come from law enforcement circles you know the mad mayor in your local community maybe comes up with the recommendation New police concepts that come from civilians. That is an immediate alert. Danger, Will Robinson. That is a no-no. A person that doesn't do what you do, doesn't put on a uniform, doesn't respond to danger, has no idea, the only idea they have of police work Is that what they see on television? And this civilian, which probably has some type of business administration and social uh, administrative diploma, here they are. They've got a concept. Be scared. Be very scared. Force to remove anything on the budget that is equivalent to a shadow position. What, what, mean, what do you mean, shadow position, Alfred? That sounds like a code name. Now, a lot of police departments, corrections departments, especially the bigger ones, do it quite often. The little ones might not be able to get away with it. But let's say you have a, a defined position, right? So... This, we're going to come up with uh, traffic enforcement. And uh, you've got five patrol officers in a given uh, squad or, uh, or segment of uh, a tour. And from those, from that squad, they will have, let's say, a traffic enforcement agent respond to nonviolent traffic accidents and so forth. In some areas, it could be called a PSA. So because of uh, defunding the police, 
the poor civilian that had that capacity got rearranged. Didn't get laid off, but they got rearranged. Now all of a sudden they're answering phones on a switchboard at headquarters. But instead of removing that position from the budget completely, it's left vacant on the budget. So in other words, it's telling the city, county, state, or federal authorities that do the budget, legislators, we need and we want that position. That's what it basically means. So if the legislator in that specific police agency that serves you starts demanding, no, no, I I don't want imaginary budgets. I don't want vacant positions. You can remove all of them. I believe uh, Kansas City, wherever it was, uh, Milwaukee, one of these places. That's exactly what the chief did. And he was happy about it, proud. He had his chest out. He was a good Bolshevik that day. He followed the mayor's instructions to a T. And he removed all the vacant positions from the budget. So he was a little lighter in the loafers as a result of that. But he was still happy because he still had a police department. Yep. It's called lunacy, my friends. And you're basically robbing yourself of the things that you need. You originally had that in the budget because it was a concept that was studied by the legislation at the time. It made sense and it made fiscal sense and it was added. It now got changed because of a knee-jerk reaction or a lack of of funding for that position in that fiscal year. But the chief is not crazy enough to say, well, I don't need it now, because if you say you don't need it, you don't need it, don't ask for it again, because that'd be like the problem, remember that? That would be a problem. So you want to keep those things in the budget. So somebody forces you to do it, the alarm should ring, Bolshevik, Trouble, Will Robinson. Okay, anything that's dealing with a congressional committee, (coughs) excuse me, anything dealing with congressional uh, committees or Congress is trouble in itself because they really don't have any jurisdictions, power over jurisdictions locally or state, only federal, but they're just there to blackmail you. You're not going to get any federal funding if you don't do what we want. And the big picture is that they want the Bolshevik states of woke. They want one national police force. They don't want 18,000. They want one. Why? It's easier to control. Right? That's what uh, the new Dems are in. The Dems. The new Dem party. The Bolshevik states of woke are into the control business. They like to control the production line. So it's easier to control one, not 18,000. And lastly, don't forget, keep an eye out on the local bullies. And I'm going to explain to you one of the local bullies. The Attorney General of the State of California, Gabrieva Becerria, now 
That attorney general of the state of California is doing a civil rights case against the Los Angeles Sheriff's Department. And I, 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 you know, this is fresh and we're going to be putting this on the show notes. And this is a beat up job. Now, Los Angeles Sheriff Agency recently had a, a new sheriff. And he was a little on the progressive side, I want to say. But you can go back to my uh, former episodes, maybe a, a year, year and a half ago. And I'm talking about, I like his style. I like the way he talks. He's eloquent. His name is Sheriff Alex Villanueva. And uh, he was a lieutenant in Los Angeles Sheriff's Department, I believe 30 years, and then ran for sheriff or had retired and came back. And that middle management position taking over a huge agency like that might be a problem, but it looked like it was a pretty good landing for him. A little radical in the progressive uh, management style, but he started, uh, lack of a better term, talking back, talking back to uh, county commissioners about the budget, talking uh, supervisors, whatever they call them, that uh, manage money, and uh, not basically doing what the Bolshevik states of woke wanted him to do, because it wasn't sound police work. Even LeBron James, the famous basketball player, jumped in on uh, some criticisms as well, and he publicly uh, told LeBron James that uh, he would like him to match some funding or something like that for the officers that got hurt in a situation. Whatever the circumstances were, because they can't, uh, with specificity, talk about it now because I don't have it in front of me. But he was not the fair-haired children under the Bolshevik states of woke, and it looks like it's payday now. So it's beat up your local police department. This is the Attorney General of California, and they're jumping on the Los Angeles uh, Sheriff's Department that's been beat up for the last 40 years, quite honestly. So it, it's an easy shot, and they're going for it. So be on the lookout for that in your local area, too. You might have a local bully dressed up as a district attorney, state attorney, county attorney. Notice there's a trend going on with the word attorney. Or bullying legislator. Could be a bully mayor. Could be a nitwit mayor. There's plenty of those. And um, they will force their will that will be completely against sound police judgment. Now, one area in law enforcement that needs to worry a lot is where liberals and leftists roam free in management positions. No, no, don't get alarmed. It's not the police side of the house. It's the corrections side of the house. Liberalism breeds through the corridors of all jails in America like the wind blows through the trees in the forest. It's plentiful. They now are so happy that the 
Bolshevik states of woke have arrived at their doorstep with a friendly and encouraging administration that, hey, I'm proud of because it looks like me. And therefore, they don't know that they have signed their own death certificate with the left, with bail reform, this reform, that reform, and the anti-police mentality that exists out there. So the corrections departments in sheriff's office or uh, local or at the state levels are really going to get bullied by the Dems because they don't want to put crooks back in the jail. And what they want to do is this bail reform stuff and um, it, it puts people on the unemployment line. So get ready for that. I know that there's big celebration in um, the administrators of corrections. They're very happy that there's a liberal left leaning administration at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue but um, it's not going to be good nope it's not going to be good so keep your eye on that wonderful joyous moment as each one of those correctional agencies start getting hammered with we got too many people ratio to inmate uh, because we let out 60% of our inmates so what do I need all these people for? Okay. Or the IA, right? Intel intelligence, uh, artificial intelligence, AI, I'm sorry, AI. So that's coming too. Right? That might be coming at a theater near the correctional corridors. Keep your eye on that. We can spin it a lot of ways, but police have a target on their back. It's been there since uh, Barry was president. He would always vilify the police in every incident. Dems never leave a good catastrophe go to waste. And they picked up on it during the Trump administration, too. As they were bullying Trump, they were also bullying police. Of course, it didn't help that President Trump was pro-police. And as a result, we'll have none of that in the Bolshevik states of woke. They went after, and they are going after the cops hard and fast. The Bolsheviks have one thing in mind. Take, seize, control as, as many things as we can in these four years. This is a short-lived term, and I'm going to explain real quick, and I know we're getting off the subject, but this is not going to be an eight-year administration. Why? Uncle Joe's a liar and a bubbling buffoon. He lied to all the people in Pennsylvania. He said, I'm not taking away. Come on, man. I'm not taking away fracking. Two days in office, he says, fracking's gone. It's going to be up on the chopping block next. So... He's a liar, right? 
never spoke about the immigration and pardoning people all during the primary, not a peep out of his mouth during the debates with Trump, nothing. Gets in the house, where's the pen? I'm going to give them a path towards citizenship. The so-called 11 million, which is probably about 30. But our poor Hispanic friends, that the majority of them are on those so-called amnesty list. A lot of them won't be able to pay the stiff tax penalty that they're going to slap on them. And then they're going to deport those that can't come up with the money fast and hard because the original concept is not to bring in Latinos. We don't want Latinos. We want our Muslim friends to come over. Pick up exactly where our buddy Barry left off. I know I have pissed off all the fact checkers over at Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. We still use those platforms for now. But I have a word of advice or Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. It sucks to be you. $52 million in the hole, billion dollars in the hole, and you're still grabbing your crotch and thinking you're a frog. It's embarrassing. And if you're an investor in these companies, you're a baffling buffoon also. That your CEO, you allow him, you you shove money in his pocket and he pisses on it. Wake up, folks. It's not the way you do business. All right. Up next, we have Enlisted, and that is part of the World Word series on episode 185, January 30th. We encourage you to, to listen in. Remember, we're on a platform. It starts in February. We'll be doing Monday, Wednesdays, and Saturdays. It is going to be um, a little hectic at first, so if we hiccup here and hiccup there, please be patient with us because um, it's a big undertaking that we're doing. But the numbers are going up. We're encouraged. We want you to be encouraged. We thank you for being a listener. And uh, for those that are devoted to the podcast we thank you as well everybody starts small and I remember the first episode I did here was September of 2017 and uh, you know you, you look at the totem pole the, the dashboard on, on the, it's changed dramatically from 2017 to today but back then you would look at the, the dashboard and it would show you how many downloads. Sometimes you'd click on it and and get anything. The first time I ever uh, went on a podcast was in 2007. And we had a device where we could actually have a live caller call in. And I had never done that before. I used to always say, if I had a radio voice and 
If I was good at radio, I wouldn't have to wear a uniform to work every day like I did at that time. But uh, my first guest, he comes on, and this guy is drunker than a skunk. And uh, so that was uh, kind of interesting how I navigated him around the conversation. First episode that I ever did. I believe that was also September of 07, as I went on to do 150 episodes in something that was called El Police Radio at that time. It was Latino Police Radio, and then it went to El Police Radio. But today, we are Raider Cop Podcast. We're happy you're with us. As always, it is my honor and pleasure to be your host on Raider Cop Podcast. Continue to pray for yourself, because without you in the game, we have nothing. Continue to pray for your family, for your community, for the law enforcement agencies that serve you. Most importantly, continue to pray the United States of America. This is Alpha Mike, and I'm out.